Is it in unbelief? Voltaire, the famous unbeliever, the one who used to criticize Christianity and say it was a hoax, said this toward the end of his life. He said, I wished I'd never been born. What about pleasure? Will pleasure bring happiness? Lord Byron, who lived in the 17th century, made it his pursuit, pleasure, to find pleasure at all costs. When he was dying, he said, the worm, the canker, and the grief are mine and mine alone. What about money? Will money bring happiness? Oh, certainly money will bring happiness something. Jay Gould, the American millionaire, said, I suppose I am the most miserable man on the earth. What about just being famous? Military glory and fame. Alexander the Great, when he was 32 years old, fell on his bed and he wept because there was no more worlds to conquer. He was so depressed and he died a drunk. One person in commenting on the American's pursuit of happiness said this, if happiness truly consisted in physical ease and freedom from care, then the happiest individual in the world would be neither a man nor a woman. It would be, I think, an American cow. <laughs> the scripture, as I said, has more to say on true happiness, and we have a beautiful description of the happy, blissful, to be envied individual. Oh, how happy is the man. You say, wait a minute, I'm not a Christian, and I'm awfully happy. I hear you week after week talk about the Lord, and I don't have the Lord, and I feel great. So this doesn't have anything to do with me. Sure, you may be happy now, but when you have to face God, guaranteed you're not going to have a big smile on your face. It's not going to last that long. See, I look at it this way. This earth is the closest us Christians have to get to hell. It's the closest we're ever going to come to hell. And I hear somebody say, oh man, this is like going through living hell, this experience. Well, if you're a Christian, that's the closest you're going to have to get with all of your trials and problems. Isn't that neat? Now, if you're an unbeliever, this is the closest you're getting to heaven. <laughs> when he describes this man in Psalm 1, this should describe the normal Christian. Not the abnormal, super saint, not just a few individual people. This description of the blessed, oh how happy, truly happy, blissful individual should describe every child of God. Unfortunately, the world has looked at Christians in the opposite light, haven't they? As if to be a Christian is to become something that saps all of the fun out of life. Unfortunately, that's sometimes the picture we portray. Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote in one of his writings that he had one time desired to become a minister. He wanted to go into the ministry. He said, I would have gone into the ministry except all of the clergymen I knew acted like undertakers. What a horrible portrait of Christianity to give off. Robert Louis Stevenson wrote in his diary in, in almost amazement. He had come home from church one day and he wrote in his diary, he said, I went to church today and I'm not depressed. 
as if it was amazing, and he, that he usually was. We begin in the first verse by looking at the character of the blessed man in a negative way. First, what he doesn't do. Now, I know that modern psychology tells us to emphasize the positive. God begins by emphasizing the negative. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. He doesn't begin with positive thinking, but with negative thinking. Because the righteous man is not only characterized by what he does, but by what he avoids. In other words, a truly happy man will make choices to avoid certain things that are detrimental to his life, things that would prohibit him from flourishing or blossoming, becoming closer.